Hello and welcome to the 24-7 Sports College Basketball Show. I'm your host, Trey Scott, joined by college basketball's all-time career assist king, Jerry Meyer. Jerry, it is rankings day here at 24-7 Sports. The 2019 Top 247 is live. Mm-hmm. Ready to put yeah, this yeah, to bed? I, 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 that's the way to put it. Yeah. Time to focus on 2020. Yeah. Before we get started, we'd love for you guys to take a moment and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Leave us a five-star review. We're also available on Stitcher, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. If you're listening to this on the 24-7 Sports Media Player, just hover over that subscribe button, find the podcast icon you want, and click it. Jerry, I keep hearing that 2019 might not be the strongest class. Is that correct? I would agree with that. Uh, especially after this weekend watching the 2020 class. Um, I think a much, much better class. So as we run down the, the top 247, just uh, kind of the way this works, there is a, a rankings council on which Jerry sits that kind of deliberates and, and ranks these guys. Everyone's kind of got a different opinion. So I'm excited. While the list you see is sort of the consensus list, I'm excited to, to pick Jerry's brain on this and see – what we got, Anthony Edwards, the Georgia signee, comes mm-hmm. out to number one. A great playmaker, great shooter. Do you do you like Anthony Edwards at number one? Do you think that's maybe a good spot for him? It, it was between him and James Wiseman, I'm guessing. Yeah, well, I'm a Cole Anthony guy. Okay. <laughs> but, um, yeah, those are the three amongst, as you put it, a ranking council. Sure. I like that. Yeah. Um, those are the three guys <clears throat> that um, our group – like I, I'm kind of on an island with Cole Anthony. I, I just I think he's tremendous, and I love the fact he's a point guard. Anthony Edwards, hey, once he's great, um, electric body, big strong. I mean, he just he just looks like an NBA player already. Uh, very good. And then James Wiseman has the best length and the best mobility, probably of all the big guys in the class. Not really that alpha. <clears throat> lead you in scoring type guy so that that's kind of a question on him but um yeah those are the three a lot of people are rolling their eyes at the number one player in the country going to georgia just like a few weeks ago the number one player <laughs> in the country being james wiseman going to memphis and we we it kind of it's kind of a shame if if they go to that school and they don't make the NCAA tournament i'm thinking here of ben simmons do either of these two players Memphis has a much better recruiting class joining James Wiseman. Do you see Anthony Edwards being the type of player who can put a team on his back and, and lead and lead the Bulldogs to a tournament? Yeah, they'd also be rolling their eyes. I'll go back a little bit at Markel Fultz going to Washington, uh, Malik Newman going to Mississippi State. You know, the Kentucky fans are not like that one. So, yeah, there, there's been a trend of this happening um, Anthony Edwards can put a team on his back for sure. <clears throat> I mean, he can run the pick and roll. He can score in every s- situation. He's a very good offensive rebounder. He's going to put up great numbers at Georgia. You know, is he good enough to lead them to an NCAA tournament berth? You know, maybe so. You know, Something they, you know, is is possible? You know, sure he could. I mean, James Wiseman in Memphis. I would expect them to be in the tournament. James Wiseman's kind of been the, the name on this class for the last few years. Mm-hmm. I think he was really the first 2019 kid to pop up. How have you seen his career progress? Has he gotten as good as you hoped he might get? Has he plateaued at all? Um, his physical development, like every time you see him, he seems like he's a little longer, a little stronger. And he's from Nashville. Yeah, yeah, played in Innsworth, yeah. yeah. Um, Nashville kid, and then – 
transferred down to uh, play at East in Memphis with Penny. He, um, the thing on James is, uh, to me, he's kind of a Chris Bosch, which would be great. Dude, Chris Bosch is incredible. But so he's very similar, left-handed, that type of height, kind of a similar game, likes to face up to the basket in the mid-range. Uh, a lot of similarities with Chris Bosch. But Chris Bosch, I think, was most comfortable and at his best when he's like third option, you know, when he's playing with LeBron and uh, Dwayne Wade. And I, I see a similarity with James. Like, I, I don't think he's really comfortable. And it's not because he's, you know, weak-willed or whatever. It, it's a skill thing. You know, he's not a great shooter, you know. Um, so that's got to get better because Bosch was. And I think James, these guys become better shooters. Brooke Lopez hits threes now. You know, I told for sure. Uh, you, my Udonis Haslam story. You never, yeah. never, because you know what? When they get in the NBA, it's their job. <laughs> they can be in the gym six hours that day and just shoot, shoot. And I, shooting is for a little aside here of all the skills in basketball that you can most improve, especially at a later age, it's got to be shooting. So guys become better shooters. Uh, our boy Charles Oakley. <laughs> was he a shooter? Oh, man, yeah. He was that, you know, pick and pop, 17-foot, knock it down. You know, if he played today, he'd be shooting 23-footers. But back then, you know, you're shooting 17. But yeah. Before my time, I just regarded yeah, him you're as so the guy young, got kicked Trey. out of the Knicks game. <laughs> Cole Anthony, Tar Heel bound. So you love him. You were all in last year on Zion. You saw that. Yeah. You saw that. Does Cole Anthony have number one? I kind of think over? I saw Zion. I, I've yeah. missed seeing some things. Does, <laughs> I have does, my mistakes, but I am not afraid to say I was on that Zion tip does from the get-go. Cole Anthony have number one overall NBA potential here? I think he does. I mean, I mean, look at what where Jaw Morant is in the draft. You know, if it's not for Zion, he's probably number one. Um, we'll see if Cole's as good as John Morant. John Morant's incredible. I love Cole's overall package. I mean, he is good at everything. Um, he is he has a refined type game. A lot of that, I'm sure, is due to his father, Greg Anthony, and because he's really managed his development. Um, but I think Cole's a tremendous talent. I mean, I remember watching Derrick Rose, who I loved. Um, John Wall, who I love. You know, those are two of my favorite players that I scouted over the years. And I, I feel very confident in saying at the same stage, Cole Anthony better. Big reason, shooting ability. I mean, dude led the e EYBL in scoring. You know, he's around 30 a game uh, last travel season. But the shooting ability and then just his overall – processing of the game in, in all areas, such as defensive rebounding. He, Cole, like For instance, Cole Anthony out-rebounded James Wiseman on the, on the Nike circuit. And that tells you what kind of rebounder Cole Anthony is. He, he, he just feels the game. He senses the game. He, he is one with the game, as we saw <laughs> the movie Caddyshack. Was that one? Become one with the ball? Don't get mad at me, but... Uh... <laughs> I haven't seen it. You haven't seen Caddyshack? <laughs> okay, I, I tried to get my kids to watch Caddyshack with me. My kids Did are it? like the 20 and 18 right now. They like and they it? just looked at me like I was so dumb, man. And then I was realizing, man, I thought Caddyshack was one of the funniest movies I've ever seen. And now that I'm 50 years old and 
yeah. in today's age and context is really not that funny. I had my dad <laughs> I said, sorry kids, you go back to your room, I'll turn it off. My dad used to try to make us watch like the Marx brothers. And I was like, Yeah, dad, see that I, it's, it's probably a similar analogy. And my kids, every time I say, Let's watch a movie, they just look at me like like I, I wanted them to watch the anchor man with me. Well, that's a good movie. Yeah, but not to them. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, because they don't get 70s fashion. <laughs> and, you know, the dialogue, and the, they're just like, dude, what's up, Dad? This isn't funny. <laughs> now, they do, you know, they the more recent ones, like, say, Dumb and Dumber or Joe Dirt. Yeah, yeah we, we can have a good time with those, but not these older movies. Um, at number four and five, we've got a pair of bigs. Isaiah mm-hmm. Stewart at four, Vernon yeah. Carey at five. Stewart's going to Washington. Carey is going to Duke. Mm-hmm. Kind of the centerpiece of that Duke class, I suppose. I think so. He's going to be the man in the middle for Duke. Can he uh, score? Does he get some yes, Jalil yes. looking forward to him? He, that's the that's a difference between him and Wiseman. Wiseman has better length, um, better defensive player than Vernon Carey. Shot blocker, uh, mobility. Vernon can tend to get heavy. <clears throat> he's a big guy, but Vernon's a score. Yeah, he's he's got game as far as putting the ball in the basket. I love Isaiah Stewart personally. Probably my favorite big guy. Fran Frischella in the class. Fran Frischella compared him to Carl Malone last sum- summer. And, you know, anytime you hear an icon as a comparison, you know, you immediately balk at it. And I was like, heck yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's a good one there. Because, I mean, just a body made of steel, built to last, runs the court uh, with veracity, competes, physical, loves contact, and, and has a lot of game. To me, Isaiah Stewart has the highest floor of these three big guys. Like, I think he's your safest. I don't know that he has the ups. Like, if Wiseman ever develops that scoring game, then he has the upside. Because, you know, he's seven foot, he's got freakish length, and he's got the shot blocking. But um, I am a big Isaiah Stewart fan. I'm very intrigued by number seven, Nico Mannion. Looks yeah. like uh, this was with the redheads going to Arizona. Chase <laughs> Budinger ten years ago. Nico hey, I'm Mannion. All about now. it. My girlfriend's a ginger. Yeah, <laughs> my fa- favorite soccer player is De Bruyne for uh, <laughs> Man City. We call him Super Ginger. I'm hey, excited to see what nicknames come from from Nico. Yeah, Mannion. well, Red Rockets won. Okay, and I, someone in our industry uh, came up with that one, which I think is a very good one. He can play. Uh, he's grown on me. I, I was a little. Yeah, I might have had to get by some cultural biases <laughs> with the red hair and, yeah. and Nico can play, man. His dad was an NBA player, like at about six, seven. Nico's gotten a lot bigger, stronger. That's the main thing I was worried about with Nico. Would he be too fragile? But no, he, he's, he is, he's played Cole Anthony toe to toe in the all-star games. He is very good. I think the big question with Nico um, and his teammate Green, uh, Josh Green, who are going to Arizona, is what's going to happen with Sean Miller. I don't know right. if you've been keeping up with the FBI stuff. That just the testimonies that just came out the last couple of days, but ooh, doesn't doesn't, doesn't look great for, <laughs> for Arizona. But so that's you know a lot of people now are like kind of locking, uh, I mean, licking their chops, waiting to see what happens with that situation because Nico is. He's a, an elite, top-notch point guard. I just remembered that you know we're recording this a few days before this is this podcast is coming out on top two four oh, yeah. seven day on Monday. But I just remembered 
I'm citing numbers. RJ Hampton has yet to be slotted here, but he reclassified from 2020 to 2019. Mm. I'm assuming RJ Hampton will probably end up in the top 10 and, and could skew these numbers. What do you like about RJ oh, Hampton's game? Um, it's multifaceted. You know, he's that guy who grab a rebound. He gets steals on defense. He plays with awareness and he's like six, five. So he's got, and we mentioned, Oh, other podcasts, six, eight wingspan. And he, he's not a refined score yet, but he can score at all three levels being, you know, from deep well behind the arc in the mid range. And then he gets to the basket but physically, he he's going to be tremendous, kind of like the modern-day NBA. Like a, I'm not saying he's Russell Westbrook, but, you know, that type of big guard like that, he, he doesn't, at least not yet, have that athletic pop. I mean, dude, we're talking about Russell Westbrook. <laughs> like, his athleticism is ridiculous. But um, RJ just has those physical tools that make him, like, really make him in the mold of the modern-day NBA point guard. We're going to take a super quick break to hear a message from our partners. When we come back, Jerry and I are going to go rapid-fire on the rest of some top 247 players, including Kentucky signing Tyrese Maxey. The chilling new original docuseries on Paramount+. Plus. Why did he kill his family? The answer lies across the ocean in a woman named Sylvie. She's the can model. Where desire leads to deception. I ended up spending twelve and $15,000 a day. It was addictive. I can't get you out. And obsession leads to murder. Who did this to your family? You can't really maintain a fantasy forever. Control all desire. Now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. We are back. Jerry, when you look at Kentucky's class, you see Tyrese Maxey. You see Khalil Whitney. Mm-hmm. What are the Cats getting? Man, they're, they're getting physical guys who will compete. That's one thing. Guys, uh, Maxey and Whitney both are physically ready for college basketball. <clears throat> um, man, Maxey is a gamer. He loves to play under pressure. He's good under pressure. And he's a shot maker. And he'll compete all over the court. Khalil Whitney, just rock-solid body, great in transition. A guy who could probably guard the four for Kentucky. See that You know, Kentucky might have to go really small uh, this year because they have so many guards. Khalil's a guy you could even slot at the four. But um, I like both of them, man. Tough, strong, gritty, competitive, super athletic. They sound like good basketball players. <laughs> and they can score, and they're good, they're good players. The Florida Gators are getting top 10 talent. Scotty Lewis, renowned as a premier defender, and mm-hmm. Trey Mann, good shooter, good playmaker. What do you like yeah. about the Florida class? Yeah, I like both those guys. Now, they're different than the two Kentucky guys we talked about because they're not as physical. Uh, they're much more slender, lanky type guys. Trey Mann reminds me of Darius Garland so much. Now, unfortunately, uh, people didn't get to see Darius Garland play much in college because he was out so early this year for Vanderbilt with the knee injury, but very, very, very similar type players. Trey Mann can really shoot it slippery with the basketball and Scotty Lewis, man, he is intriguing. You talk about a guy with upside. He's shown signs of really improving his shooting because you put that with his defensive abilities. I mean, he's long and quick and athletic, uh, basically guard, you know, the four through the one. Um, Scotty is a guy to keep an eye on. I'm telling you, because he he might he's one of those guys. You look at the list, 
You're like, if there's a guy, you know, yeah, he's a five star. But if there's someone who like six years ago is just tearing it up in the NBA, but we didn't quite see it or expect it, he would be a candidate for that guy. Jay Wright and Villanova seem to be cashing in on their their two national titles. They've got two five stars mm-hmm. here, Brian Antoine, Jeremiah Robinson Earl. Last year, it's worth noting the Wildcats did get Javon Quinterly, who then entered enter the NCAA transfer portal after not playing. Have you noticed an increased surge of Villanova's brand on the recruiting trail? Oh, sure. Oh, without a doubt. You know, and yeah, without a doubt. I mean, specifically talking on these guys, right. Jeremiah Robinson Earl, the, 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 I, I would say Villanova is probably the two, number two school. Everyone always thought he was going to go to Kansas. The FBI thing, without a doubt, hurt Kansas in that recruitment. Um, Brian Antoine, good chance he ends up at Villanova regardless. But, yeah, the, the Villanova brand, it's its a five-star brand now, as a way to put it. Um, I really like Brian Antoine. That's a guy who can play D. You know, these guys were coached, when I say these guys, Scotty Lewis and Brian Antoine were both coached by Mike Rice, the former Rutgers coach in AAU basketball. So how many guys, if people talk about AAU, there's no coaching. They don't, <laughs> we got Mike Rice, you know, an ex Rutgers coach who is known as an old school get after you type guy, obviously they, they have been well-schooled in the fundamentals. And I, I look for big things for both those guys, Scotty Lewis at Florida and Brian Antoine at Villanova. That'll do it for us today on the 24 seven sports college basketball show. Jerry, thank you so much for taking the time to discuss this top yeah. two, four, seven for 2019. I know you're already getting excited about 2020 though. So. Oh, 2020, man. Very strong class. Very strong class. There's going to be some great players that come out of the 2020 class. If you're looking for the 2019 rankings, just go to the website, 247sports.com. We've got a lot of content on the front page today. So check it out, and we'll talk to you guys next week. 